and welcome to episode 81. I did the stealth button, caught Mitch mid-swallow. You did. Prepare <laughs> ourselves while I drank and our scissorp. That's <laughs> <laughs> what everybody wants to hear right off Ready? the bat, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. Look, if y'all don't know by now that there's some drinking going on during the course of this fucking show, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I have Southern Comfort straight up, much so. <laughs> Uh, the trash vodka. Trash vodka, love it. Yeah, the usual, perfect mixer. Um, and he's he's not wrong. It's trash. <laughs> I'm not one to insult another man's liquor, but holy shit! Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! Welcome to episode eighty-one. We are. It's September. 29th is my son's birthday. I'm officially the parent of a 17-year-old. Jesus, tap dancing Christ. Yeah. Uh, But more importantly, not that I don't love my son, but it's not like he did anything. I kept him alive all this time, right? (laughs) If anybody should be celebrated, if anyone should be, you know, celebrated, it's my wife and I. That's right. Once they hit double digits, it's you're doing the Lord's work keeping your children alive because they'll fucking <laughs> fight you at every turn between the stupid decisions and literally looking you in the face and just daring you to murder them. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Absolutely. Parents should like parents who should be celebrated for their children reaching the next birthday because that just yep. shows restraint. Right. Once they're a teenager, all it means <laughs> is that you recognized that you didn't want to spend the rest of your life in jail. <laughs> <laughs> like, that should be every birthday card from, like, 13 to 19. It would be, congratulations, motherfucker. You weren't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love my son. Just, he's a teenager. So, anyway. Um, more importantly, Monday, Monday at 10 a.m. PDT, 1 p.m. EDT, Destiny goes offline for 24 hours. It goes into its chrysalis where so that it can emerge 24 hours later as a beautiful yes. shadow keep butterfly. And I could not be more excited. I did all my breaking shit down and whatnot whatever i'm just i can't i'm just i'm super super excited cannot wait for tuesday night to be able to fucking log in and just just get it i'm so ready yeah it's an exciting time because you know as we talked about before we're not going to spend a lot of time on it you know i've I've kind of been away from destiny so i'm super excited not just to do this stuff but i go shit i got a whole year's worth of forsaken season pass shit that i can kind of dip in and out of however i want to and i i am you know i i am super i know that people were like whoa this kind of feels like a battle pass Fortnite type of thing uh and i get that but at the same time it is 100% 100% fucking fantastic that you have complete and total clarity and insight into what your money is going to get you for a season. Yep. yep. You know, that was the reason I didn't buy the the the, the season pass uh, for Forsaken because I was like, I don't, what are these things? Yeah. And I kind of felt like Bungie was like, yeah, we don't know either. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were. <laughs> you know? And then they came out with it and I was like, well, I still don't know. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, you know, whatever. Here's a, 
it's this space space hobo wants you to do shit and you're like okay like (laughs) (laughs) you know whereas here it's like they've got fucking infographics and and that's all i want that's all i want is to be here's what i here's what i want to to be able here's what you need to do to get me paying for destiny until i die is like is there single player stuff that i can do yes is it is it on par with the multiplayer stuff yes Mm. done like done because i yeah. will play this game until the sun burns out because i love it oh, as much as i do yep. Yep. you know like and they don't even need to it can just be destiny right it's not there's no warframe three there's no right there's not going to be a Fortnite two it's just Fortnite. It, if it's just destiny you can call it destiny two you can just call it destiny universe i don't care what the fuck you call it but if it's just a thing that just changes as time goes on and they bring in some stuff and it some of it works and it sticks and some of it doesn't and it goes like that's fun right like the fun yeah. of it is seeing hey that was not great like let's try but this was fucking amazing and right. and and i remember i read somebody on twitter i don't remember what it was and they were like the thing about destiny is that there is things when they've stumbled and they've had missteps, but they've changed course. But when it was on, it was better than anything else. Yep. And I think that is a hundred percent true. And so hopefully, you know, I'm all for, like, I would rather play a mediocre game that was interesting in some way than a fucking highly polished AAA game that didn't do anything new. Mm-hmm. So if the season yeah, passes absolutely. ended up bringing in ideas that don't quite work out, but they're trying something new, I'm I'm happy to pay for that mm-hmm. to be part of the experience. But just tell me what I'm getting so yeah. that I know what it is and I can make that decision. Yeah, yeah, that would the the annual pass would definitely ended up being a misstep, and they know that. I mean, even from Black Armory, you know, fucking people who purposefully seek out the hardest shit to do in destiny we're like guys this is like right you know this timer and these enemies are these these bullet sponge enemies man this is a little rough even for like those hardcore guys so right you know they had to change they already had to start working on changes immediately but i think it by the end i still would like to do the forges because there's weapons that i wanted to get i'll out do of them with you like that i'm yeah, I'll absolutely like doing with you yeah, I'm just uh, you know I'm just looking forward to to everybody getting their hands on the you know the forge stuff and mm-hmm. then the, of course the new stuff and there's another uh, I still want to finish the Shattered Throne I, I've gotten as far as we almost me and Coach and uh, Frozen got to the boss but we weren't able to take her down mm-hmm. and uh, you know I still want to do that and there's a new a dungeon a new dungeon coming so it's like it's really exciting yeah yeah. Um... Okay, so there's a bunch of game stuff that I want to get into. We have a, I always say that we have a lot to talk about. It would be nice if we were just like, eh, fuck this noise. Um, so I finished Control, and and I, I've already talked about it a bunch, so I'm not going to really get into it, but it is is easily one of the my favorite games this year. The, mm. e, e, I mean, that's not, it's not even hard to put it there. Um, mm. The and And for someone who, you know, hates boss battles as much as I do, although I did cheese what was one of the worst things <laughs> in the game. And I God, whoever came up with the strategy for that, you are a prince among men. Uh, <laughs> appreciate you. Um, but the, 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 the thing is, it is in some ways um, the ending is kind of, you know, perfunctory. It's just kind of like, oh, here's a thing. It happened. But yeah. 
you know, and it's not unsatisfactory so much. It's just it's very much like there's a lot of build up, and then you're they kind of explain it. Um, it's not like Alan Wake where you're left with Alan Wake going, mm, oh, "Wait, Jesus. what the fuck?" You know, yeah. it's not like that at all. You know, they they definitely explain stuff, but the thing that's great is the greater setting of it is still not explained. And that's mm. the thing that I like is that, you know, they take this mundane, you know, office building setting, government agency and tie it to this completely whacked out supernatural alternate dimension. Half the time you're getting video messages from an inverted pyramid and you're like, that's yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> None of that stuff is is really explained. That's still completely open. It's just yeah. the events that kind of were kicked off with this game are explained. And I, th- I, to me, that's the right level of explanation. The greater there's still mysteries. The greater stuff is still oh, there. Yeah. But in terms of like, why am I for the past thirty hours been going from A to B to C? That stuff's explained. Um, that's perfect. But you know, by yeah. the end of it. You know, if you do these side missions and everything and you build, you know, you build Jessie up to where she's got all her powers, man, you can use f- fucking wreck shit. And it's such <laughs> a great uh, power progression. And mm. it, it, you just feel so fucking badass that it's 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 really worth doing the side missions, even if they have kind of annoying bosses. Um so it's easily one of my favorite games this year. To me, it's it's very much, and it's not not, and I'm not saying this in that tonally or or mechanically, it's the same. But to me, it, it it's the same thing as you know, near Automata. It's a game I didn't really know about, and then it kind of mm-hmm. came out, and I read about it, and I was like, this seems like it'd be up my alley. And when I played it, I was just like completely sucked in and just just fucking full on in it, and 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 really enjoying it. And like, I mean, I streamed. I streamed pretty much all of it, and it was just mm-hmm. like there's like few like maintenance tasks. There's like some side missions you do as the janitor's assistant, and I was like, nobody needs to see me do this. But it was it was a game that I was like, I you know, I I wanted to play it and not stream it because I just wanted to play it, but I also wanted oh, to make right. sure people could see it, and I wanted to make it last as long as it could. So yeah, yeah, I I watched a few. I'm I'm gonna play it. I can always say that. It's something I want to play, and so I only watched a few of the streams, but it reminded me of um, sort of like, uh, were those games on like PS1 or whatever, the PsyOps? Oh, the Mindgate Conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, man, I fucking love that game. I loved those games. Yeah. I mean, there are two of them, I think, but anyway, they were fucking awesome. Yeah, and no, so, I love that game. Yeah, and that's what it kind of put me in the mind of. It, it like, absolutely yeah, I'm is. It absolutely yeah. is. Yeah, yep. Um, and then the other game is um, Astral Chain, which we talked about. Uh, great game, I, you know, way more to me accessible than like a Bayonetta. Combat was great, although, it, but when it was done, I had zero interest in like, oh, I'm gonna do get S's on all the levels. Uh, no, yeah. I am not, <laughs> and I am okay with that. Um, but but it was really well done. It was you know it was well you know if you to me it's the type of game. If it's only on Switch, you know, it's totally worth getting a Switch for because it's just there's nothing like it mm. on on the platform. Um and and it's just it's it's just a really good and if you want, you know, if if you want to to do the whole thing with the thing and you wanna, you know, try to go for S's, then knock yourself out. But um you know, you 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 definitely don't uh don't have to. You could play it on kind of casual and then 
you know, kind of see how things go. Um, and then, so I did, I did get, uh, well, I rented Link's Awakening and I, I started playing it. And the, you know, the thing with me and, and like, you know, kind of old gen games, like I, I came to mm. console gaming really, really late. Um, you know, like I had a, I had a PC for the longest time and then I, I, I got a GameCube, you know, that GameCube was like one of the, well, I mean, I bought a, I had a Sega Genesis, like I bought it secondhand. It was like when, when the Genesis was like essentially dead. Uh, mm. and I did have the, the 32 bit adapter so I could play mm. virtual fighter and whatnot. Um, but in terms of like the, the, the GameCube was like the first console that I ever really had. So, um, so like I missed all of the you know kind of the, the the NES and the Super NES and like it's part of the Nintendo Online subscription and I really could give a shit um, because you know it has nothing to do with not appreciating older games. It's just you know there's some kind of quality of life things that are you know right. possible to happen now uh, that weren't possible then, and I don't feel the need to not have them simply to right. play something, and that's the kind of one of the joys of Link's Awakening is it's a it's an absolutely gorgeous game for one but then they added some kind of quality of life things to it like the ability to map you know different things to different buttons so you don't have to keep like going into the menu and switching things out um but you know it's it's an interesting way to kind of see you know how you know the the older games were designed and just like the kind of the design choices and you know this idea of like funneling like not telling you don't don't tell the player anything give them a little right. clue and you right. tell them what to do by what they can't do right so like well here's mm. a spot it's covered in holes i can't cross them or here's a thing i can't open you know and that's very much a zelda thing right like get get right. this new tool and now you can do more um, and it's it's you know definitely on display here, but you know I, I'm not I'm I'm on the one hand I'm kind of like well if there's new games you could make, but at the same time it's so you know it's it's fucking gorgeous and it, it's fun to play. Um, that if it works, then why not? Right? Like it's not like mm. Nintendo's you know hurting for money, right? Like right. <laughs> you know oh, so shit. I mean if you if they did something like this with like Metroid and Super Metroid where it was like a little, you know, just kind of bringing things up into more modern like hey, how about a save point? How about a, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 then then why not? So um yeah. And then finally uh I started Gears 5 and um I'm still waiting for this amazing Gears game <laughs> that everybody talks about to come out. Yeah. I mean, so I have a, I have, I very much a love hate relationship with Gears. Um, you know, I, Gears one is probably one of my favorite games ever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, PD and I played at co-op, uh, my boss at the time, Joel, he and I played the whole thing on insane. I remember like one Friday night we were supposed to play. I love Joel to death, but he was not the most reliable cat. Um, and so I was waiting, like we were going to, we were playing on insane and, and we were going to do the pumping station and, Mm. uh, he didn't show up and I was like, fuck it. And I did it myself. I did the entire pumping station on insane by myself, including two clutch last minute chainsaw executions on two hunters (laughs) side by side. I was like, it was like the whole screen was red because I was about to die and I chainsawed (laughs) the one guy and then chainsawed the other guy. And then finished it, and it was like one of the greatest moments of my life. And then yeah. he and I did, uh, we did the final boss, whatever his name was, General Rom. Fucknuts. Rom, yeah. yeah. 86 seconds. 
Wow. 86 seconds. We we fucking tag teamed him with alternating active reloaded torque bows. And we yeah. took him down in 86 seconds. Holy shit. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. It was amazing. Uh, so I remember those moments. I remember right. Dom getting killed by those fucking night bats over and over again in that one <laughs> sequence where you're like, don't go in the light, stay in the light. And Dom doesn't stay in the light. And he dies and comes back and dies and comes back. And you're like, dude, what yeah. the fuck? And, I, and Gears 2 I really enjoyed, although, you know, they kind of opened up some of the spaces in, in yeah. Gears 2 uh, to where that, that kind of closed quarter, holy shit, time when you've got to switch to the shotgun and pop mm. somebody's fucking head because they are about to be on you. You know, there, there were so many open spaces and you were just kind of like, okay, well, you know, I guess we'll just, you know, like shoot you from far away. Yeah. But yeah. I still liked, but then Gears 3 sucked it, with the mm. fucking exploding molten-y enemies. And then Gears yeah. 4 was like, why am I shooting robots? I don't, what the fuck? I know. I did not. I liked 3 okay. But yeah, I I hated four. And the only thing I liked in four was the the storms. I thought they were cool. Yeah, and then five, and then I did play what's it, Absolution, which was okay as a game because, mm. but I expected it to be more like this Rashomon type of thing, where like you see the same story from multiple people's perspectives yeah. and the perspective changes because that's what they fucking told you it would be. Right. Uh, but there was a really great weapon in that game. I forget what it was. It was kind of like a scout rifle, I guess. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was called. So when Gears 5 came out and all the reviews and people were like, this shit's amazing. And so I've started playing it. And like the whole first chapter, it's okay. I mean, JD is a douchebag. So it's like, I can't well, stand the characters. Yeah. Well, JD is a douchebag and he's the whole first chapter. Mm. And then it switches to Kate. And I got a thing about hair. Mm. <laughs> which I know is stupid. But whatever, here it is. Um, she's got like a lady mullet. I don't like it. Mm. It's like really short, and there's like a braid. I don't like it. It bugs yeah. me. But anyway, um, and so it's like the whole first chapter is like typical gears, and then it's like it does like almost some like an open world thing. And I, I, I mean, to some degree, I, I'm like I kind of get it, but at the same time, I go well, like I don't know. I just I don't know if i want an open world gears like i don't want to have to like they they give you the ability to upgrade jack and all that makes like for somebody like me who's like all right now i gotta go down every hallway and i gotta look in every room because i gotta make sure that i'm not you know missing out on you know a collectible here or a collectible there it's the absolute worst thing because i just can't not do it knowing that there's not only is possibly their collectibles, but what if he's not as good as he could be? And I even put it on beginner. So who gives a fuck? Because it's easy <laughs> as shit. But nope, I it's like I have, and I know that's just me. But at the same time, I'm like, but you didn't have to do this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like you didn't have to make it. So now I've got to drive this stupid parachute ice sled all around, and then find down planes and look for glowy bits. Like why couldn't it have just? Why couldn't you have just made it? what it had been before but just make it what it had been in one which was good yeah right Um, yeah i think i think you definitely you kind of put into words basically how i feel about gears and that like two is i liked it it was a good game and but it very much was that whole like that whole thing of like this part two just has to be bigger and better Mm -hmm. um 
but it's the bigger part that makes it not as good. Right. It's how closed quarters and how tight the battles mm-hmm. were in the first one that made it so good. And when you take that away, then it's just a a cover simulator. Like you just you just run to cover. Right. And you shoot a guy and then you run to more cover and shoot a guy from far away. And it's not it's not as good. And also like they made such a big deal about like the whole thing with Dom and and I'm like mm. that was just it was bad. Like Dom sees his whole thing with his wife and then yeah. it happens and then he's like you know, yelling for headshots. <laughs> oh yeah. And you're like, okay, like the tonal whiplash was just fucking awful. Right. right. You know, and it's like you can't have that where I'm supposed to feel bad that his wife was in a pod and the next thing you know, you're like, Good one, Marcus. You know, like <laughs> like it just doesn't work. Um and so I understand like I guess, you know, in 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 terms of this game, people liking the fact like, hey, yeah, you know, like now we're kind of like um you know, we're we're where you know it kind of opens things up some and whatnot but i don't know at the same time i just it kind of adds stuff like because i play so many open world games that they all tend to blur i like gears would have been different because it was it would have been singularly focused on Mm -hmm. taking you from a to b to c with good fights and all that stuff right and that's what i want i don't want to have to go well now i have to go here and here and here here and you don't have to i guess but me if i see it on the map i have to go there it's just and that's but that's what they want you to do that's why they put them on the map right Right. it's why ubisoft like all i'm convinced after playing the the breakpoint beta all ubisoft games are turning into the exact same game yep just in different settings. Yep. Right? Which is not what I want, but they, they've, they seem to have, you know, come to a decision as to what they want their games to be, and that's where they're going to be. Well, if you show me next uh, a fucking question mark on a map, I'm going to go to it. Like, right. I have to. I, like, I have to. Yeah. But, and that's not what I really wanted from a Gears. Now right. don't get me wrong, like I'm 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 thrilled it was free with Game Pass and I'm and I hope and based on like what they're doing with it, it seems like it's a game that would have a a really long tail. I read this um interesting article on Polygon today about like how do you make a game that is competing with a whole bunch of free games, right? Because that's the whole thing about mm. Game Pass is you've paid for them. They're all free. At any point in time, somebody could be like, ah, I'm gonna disconnect this and or disconnect, listen to me. Um uninstall this and go play something else so you know what do you do with this game to allow people to play it it was kind of interesting but i was like i wanted this to be something different um and so far and and now it's kind of back to being like first it was like well it's just gears and now it's like it's open world gears and i didn't want either of those things i wanted more like gears one but Mm -hmm. And they have, and again, they make these really annoying enemies. There's this thing called the flock, and it's like these leeches, and they fly around, and then they explode. And I'm like, can we just stop with the things that rush you and explode? Yeah. Can we just not do that <laughs> anymore? Like, did you not learn from three how fucking annoying that was? Right. You know what's terrifying? A locust running up on you and then beating you to death or hitting you, right. shooting you in the face with a shotgun. Like, I don't need some glowing thing that rushes up on me and explodes. Like, that's not terrifying it's fucking annoying yeah <laughs> anyway oh and real quick i played man of medan which is a mm. super massive follow-up to until dawn super disappointing just yeah. super disappointing right. um so we'll see what they do with the next one but based on yeah. this last one i was like not 
I I'd finished it like until dawn. I did everything. I got every trophy. Yeah. I killed everybody. I saved everybody. I did it all. And this one, I was like, nope. You are all incredibly unlikable, and I don't care. And I finished it, and I sent it back, which mm. broke my heart. But here yeah. we are. That's good as disappointing. All right, so that was me talking for a long time about games. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm 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 a horrible gamer. I just, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I spent lots of money on them, but I I did a podcast for a very long time with a lot of people who did not play games. Mm. I think. I mean, Todd, if you could get Todd to play two games in six months, you were lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so 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 for me, though, moving forward, it's all like, oh, oh the, the other thing I did is I bought Puzzle Quest because I was like, hey, I remember heroin. It was awesome. Let's <laughs> buy more heroin. So I bought Puzzle Quest for the Switch. And you know what I immediately did? I did not do something I told my wife I would do. And I was like, yeah, that's Puzzle Quest. (laughs) (laughs) My kids came home. So my kids, you know, they, whatever, they've got uh, medication they have to take with dinner. My son works on Fridays. He got home at four. My wife was like, oh, you know, he's like, I'm going to have dinner. And she's like, all right, I'll get your pills. And I said, oh, I'll get them. She's like, okay. And I was playing Puzzle Quest. So that didn't happen. And she's like, I thought you said you were going to get him. And I was like, yeah, he's not leaving for like an hour. (laughs) But still, that was like I played Puzzle Quest. I took Puzzle Quest is the only game I ever took to bed with me. I would like on a DS, which could close and pause. Right. Mm. It's not like I had an Xbox in the bedroom. I was like, no, no, baby, I got to finish this map. It was a <laughs> DS. It could close and pause and you could pick it right back up. And I took that shit to bed with me. And that was not great. <laughs> <laughs> and I bought it again and I immediately fell back into the old habits. It's like if you started doing drugs again and you found yourself in the pawn shop selling your mom's microwave and you're like, this seems familiar. <laughs> <laughs> But yet you kept doing it, so that's that's. I love Puzzle Quest. Yeah, I played it on the 360. I think. Oh my god, I love I love Puzzle Quest. I love Gal- I love Galactrix. I that was Galactrix was one of the few games I remember getting an email or Bill got an email from somebody who read my review of Puzzle Quest Galactrix, which I still maintain is an excellent game, <laughs> and they said. Please tell me how to get whatever dope he is smoking that he gave this game an A. And I was like, look, you either have it or you don't. You're either fucking good at this game and you get it or you don't. Right. But don't hate on me because I fucking see through, baby. I see the systems in the systems. Okay? <laughs> fucking, I loved that game. Anyway. So, yeah. So, I will... uh I will be puzzle questing uh, from here on out. And what's sad is I was like, why are you buying this? You've got so many other things to play. And I'm like, why aren't I buying this? <laughs> That's the question, right? <laughs> Once I saw there are new classes, I was like, oh, shit. Got to do it. <laughs> right. And I picked a bard. I fucking hate bards. Like, bards yeah. are useless. Yeah. Everybody's like, no, they're great. They sing songs and they make you feel better. Fuck that noise. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right? Yeah. Like, fuck that noise. That's exactly what I want to do in a video game. Right. Like, no no one ever, like, I mean, is there, like, a, is there ever a first-person account in, like, the Civil War or the Revolutionary War that was like, I thought I was on death's door, dearest Annabelle, I was on the battlefield, and I had been shot and stabbed by our northern aggressors, and I felt down death's door, and I heard the drum and fife of our corps, and I felt the southern pride well within me, and I murdered 14 northern soldiers. No, they don't. They hear it, and that's the last thing they hear before they die. Yep. But I was like, fuck it, it's a new class. I'm going for it. So I did. (sighs) I'm going to get a very sternly worded letter from Mm -hmm. the Sisters of the Confederacy. (laughs) You are, yeah. It's, it's, we'll take the show down. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, movies. Let's get it. Um, so I watched Child's Play remake. Mm. You enjoyed it, correct? Yeah. Yes. So here is my thing with the Child's Play remake. For the first 45 minutes, I was like, who would buy this fucking thing (laughs) yeah this thing like i i liked that they were like trying to bring it uh, you know into a more modern Mm -hmm. age you know because you know fucking brad dorf fucking voodooing himself into the soul of a doll made no sense (laughs) so this idea of a disgruntled foxconn employee fucking taking all the safety precautions off of a of a doll. And I liked this idea of, you know, one of my favorite things about Bioshock 2 is Bioshock 2, this is this will tie back. Don't worry. You know, Bioshock 2, <laughs> at the end of the day, Bioshock 2 is a game about parenting. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you teach these kids that are under, they're not necessarily under their, your they, they are not under your control, but they're looking to you for how they should behave. And that was one right. of the joys of, of Bioshock 2, is this idea that you could shape the, the lives of, and the minds of the little sisters, and they would kind of behave based on how you behaved. And I like that idea in Child's Play, this idea like, hey, we've got this learning AI, and all of this shit that we do, like, how would you, if you're laughing your ass off at the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, to, to something <laughs> that doesn't understand context... How, how would you explain? No, 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 no. It's cool, man. It's not. It's it's not real, right? Like, so I really like that right. idea, but the, but I just could not get behind why anybody would buy one of these fucking dolls because they were so <laughs> creepy. Yeah. And then the kills started happening, and I was like, "I'm in. Let's get it." Yep. yep. <laughs> you know, so. As much as I did not enjoy it, kind of for the first... And not to say I didn't enjoy it, I kind of was just like, well, uh, you know, for the first, like, 45 minutes, like, they have some seriously awesome kills in this movie that more than made up for whatever kind of trepidation I had, you know, kind of leading up for it. That's where my enjoyment came from, I think, is because I expected so little from it. You know, and if it hadn't been for... Well, I mean, I watch everything, but if it hadn't been for Aubrey Plaza and Mark Hamill, I probably would. It would. I'd be like, I'll get to it eventually. It wouldn't have been something that I made a point to see. Right. But because of them, and you're right, Chucky looks like shit in it. Like he looks awful. But uh, man, I was not expecting the the gore and the. 
the creativity with some of the kills and yes. stuff like that. Like, I yes. just it blew me away. I was like, holy shit, this is so much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, and and and, and particularly uh, the I mean, there was some stuff where you're like, why are you fixing your Christmas lights in the dark? Yeah. But right. it worked. <laughs> like, I was glad that he did because it, it fucking it, it worked. So, yeah. you know, it's definitely I don't know if I'd call it like a slow burn. I mean, it's it's not like it's the most, uh, you know, like um, uh, what's the word? Um, subtle of movies right, right. <laughs> but, oh, no. but but i mean once it kind of gets going it it it's it 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 really is enjoyable um but uh yeah so so i watched that um and then uh real quick i watched so i've had uh titans and doom patrol on my plex server for months and i just completely forgot about them uh mm. and i started watching them and I would like to know. I know you're a big fan of the DC movies. Um, I am. I'm a fan to some degree. Not as big a fan of you as you. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of you. I'm not as big a fan of these things Ouch. as you. And I go, if you've had this in your, if you've had Doom Patrol and Titans in your back pocket all this time, what the fuck have you been waiting for? Like, I yeah. love Wonder Woman, and I really enjoyed Aquaman, but some of their other mm-hmm. stuff I've kind of been more hit or miss on. But these shows are great. Like, they're, they're, yeah. they're, any, they're, I actually forgot that DC had a streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched these movies, and I think they did a really, I think they did a huge disservice with the whole fuck Batman line when the, in the trailer for yeah. Titans, but it totally makes sense in the context of the show. Um, yeah. And I'm like, if you have this in your back pocket, you have the, the, the people to do this type of casting and you have the stories and and the people writing it like why are you not doing this all the time like mm. it's better i love all the cw stuff it's better than any of that all the legends of oh yeah is fucking great in my mind but like it's so good <laughs> like why is there why are you putting this in a streaming service that most people have forgotten about exactly and might not yeah. even be around once warner brothers does their own thing like i just it yeah. makes no it makes no sense. Yeah, Swamp Thing, same thing with Swamp Thing, and, they, and you cancel they it. Canceled. Yeah. Yeah. As it's coming out, and everybody's fucking losing their shit over how good it is, and it's like, oh no, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. I mean, it. Makes, and I know it's money, obviously, but. But it just it's it they are so like especially like like I told my wife I was like yeah I'm watching the show Doom Patrol and she I was kind of explaining it, and she's like that sounds terrible and I was like yeah well Brendan Fraser's in it and Matt Bomer's in it and she's like wait mm. what now and I was like yeah <laughs> yeah they're good they're really good so <laughs> she's like that that sounds terrible I was like it's not it's fucking amazing <laughs> like <laughs> like Absolutely. Timothy Dalton's in it you know Timothy Dalton he was fucking James Bond. He was in the Rocketeer. He does his own goddamn stunts. <laughs> Shit, that's what I remember. Remember Rocketeer, a game when mobsters turned on the Nazis because they realized they were Nazis. But you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not Nazis are cool now, so I get it. But yeah, I mean, it's just, so now I gotta watch. Now I'm like torn because I'm like, well, do I watch uh, Swamp Thing? Yeah. Or not? Because it's done. Yeah, I know it sucks. <laughs> But anyway, all right. So the two movies that we have this week, one is a lighthearted kind of 60-ish romp through the paranormal. One is a gut-wrenching 
yeah one of my favorite movies of this year that will kill you as a as a human being as an emotional yep. person yep. should you decide to watch <laughs> and the director will mock you and the and the director will <laughs> mock you when you explain your pain to her on twitter she's like no fucks given which is honestly i mean if you're a horror director and you're concerned about the well-being of your audience you're probably in the long run yeah. in the wrong line of work Right. I don't think Ari Aster has ever been like, you know what? Let's just tone it down a bit because I'm concerned for people. Um, okay, so first up, let's do the Love Witch first. Yeah. Um, okay, so both both of these, if you don't have a Shutter subscription yet, I don't know what we need to do to tell you to get a Shutter right. subscription. Like at this point, killing just, it, man. Just fucking get it. Just get <clears throat> yep. one. It's not cheap. I mean, it's not it's not expensive, right? No, not at all. Like those coffees you go, that avocado toast all the millenniums are a fan of. <laughs> What's more important, avocados on toast or fucking grade A horror? I think I know what's more important. But anyway, uh, so The Love Witch is a weird movie. It is a, it's a movie about a woman who is a love witch. So she is a witch, and she... Is, has recently broken up with her boyfriend because I believe he died. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was not great to her. And she uses love and or sex magic in the hopes of getting someone to fall in love with her. And then things don't necessarily go to plan. <laughs> uh, and it yeah. is a completely modern movie shot in the style of kind of sixty, you know, 60s, uh, romantic comedies and yeah, it's, techni- technicolor. It, yeah, it's gorgeous. Technicolor. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, whoever, uh, kind of the makeup artist for this game deserves uh, an Oscar because uh, the mm. work is fucking fantastic. Just some absolutely amazing. Uh, just the colors. Uh, there's a lot of close-ups uh, on, mm-hmm. on the faces, so the colors. You know, the, the interplay between you know, kind of the eyeshadow and the lipstick and just the the actual you know kind of the colors on the frame. Uh, it's yep. fantastic, um, and it's it, it, it's it's a it's a funny movie because the 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 protagonist she seems somewhat clueless, like she knows what she's doing, but she also mm-hmm. doesn't seem to really understand the effect um, that it has. So it's right. kind of hard to feel like you don't you're not mad at her, you don't feel like she's evil. She just is like, wow, this is what I do. And she, <laughs> she doesn't really understand, like you know, kind of how it affects people. Um, and then you've got all these like horny guys that just kind of <laughs> end up being dumbasses uh, in yeah. her, uh, in her presence. It was, it was a movie I had, I saw it, uh, you know, I, I would kind of go to watch shutter every day and I kept seeing it, kept seeing it, kept seeing it. I was like, all right, I'll watch it. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I remember hearing about it a while, like a couple a year or two ago, I think it was. And, Everybody was saying how good it was, and I was like, ah, shit, I need to watch that. And it's just something I never got to, and so I'm so glad that you watched it. It's just like, damn, I kind of forgot about it. But yeah, it's super enjoyable. I mean, it's it's for me, it was a little long. It was a little long, yeah. It kind of dragged in the, in the middle somewhat. Um, yeah. And it doesn't have, like, it, 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 it's not, um, I'm not going to say it doesn't have a plot. It, it's more meandering. Yeah, it right? is. Yeah, there's not like a really like a huge con. Like they kind of get into where she's being investigated, but well, then she's not, and yeah. then she's got a coven, and they're kind of like 
have some pressure on her, bad, but they don't, right? Like it's it's right. not um, it's not a movie that you're watching because you want some like tense, uh, like conflict that gets resolves. It just it's kind of like it's it really is to some degree almost like oh here's here's a week in the life or the, a month in the life of a right. of, of a woman who uses love and sex magic oh and these things happen and she's kind of like eh. and then other things happen and you're like oh <laughs> you know and it, even the ending i was like well i don't okay well whatever yep. you know but it wasn't but i think you know i think that because it was so the visuals are so beautiful and it's such a you know, I mean, obviously, movie making has, you know, kind of moved on, but there's this, that technicolor, you know, especially like if you watch horror movies, you know, kind of back in the day, right? Like, like, mm. it, it to me, it brought back all these memories of watching like the four o'clock Sunday show, you know, like yep. that they would have, you know, like, or like they would do like a creature double feature, you know, like on a Sunday afternoon where like there'd be like a monster movie at 12 and then a monster movie at two. And it was like these kind of cheesy, you know, like. Uh, I remember this one movie I watched. I can't even remember what it was, but I watched it at home, and it was like it had like smellovision and like you yeah, know like yeah. sh- you know like t- you know it was like it was like some gimmick yes. in the theater, and we were watching it at home. And you're like, what the fuck is this? But I love like I loved it. Like I as a kid, oh, yeah, I, just I was like, this stuff, is yeah. the best. Um, yep. And so that feeling of just feeling back, like you know when 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 one movie was at your theater for a month and a half, and you yeah. saw it. Six or seven times because the only thing to do, right? Um, and so I just I loved and it and it's just a thing, you know. It's a it's a way of shooting and it's just a a color palette um, and a framing that we just don't we don't see anymore. And that's not to say yeah. that it it hides a it it doesn't cover over the flaws of a bad film. It's a fun film, right? But part of the fun is this feeling like this is a thing we would have watched you know, 30 years ago, 40 yep. years ago, 50 years ago. Right. But, um, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it's on shutter. I think it's on Amazon prime too, but don't, don't watch it on Amazon prime. Just, <laughs> just get, get a shutter subscription and then watch it there. Last thing that also has a shutter subscription. So, so you, you didn't play, <laughs> You didn't play with us last week, right? Mm-mm. Okay. So, as as anybody who listens to the show know, we played Overwatch. We well, we play games Friday night. We call it Drunk Watch because it came from Overwatch. But sometimes we play different things. So, um, it's no surprise, I think, to anybody that I think between the two of us, you tend to have a more emotional response to movies than I do. Mm. <laughs> so, we were playing. Friday night, and we were talking about stuff, and we mentioned tigers are not afraid. And somebody said, well, Mitch said earlier today that that movie destroyed him. And I said, yeah, but Mitch, oh, like, he he says this a lot about movies, and then I watch it. <laughs> and I watch it, and I'm like, I don't see what the big deal is. And I said, and I, and I kind of feel like I don't have a soul. <laughs> and there was silence. And I go, this would be the part where you say, no, no, you have a soul. And Gene goes, you have a soul. (laughs) And then I watched Tigers Are Not Afraid. 
And I fucking was like, ah! And then I found a picture yeah. of my dead dog on the Plex server. And I was like, I'm done! Yeah. <laughs> I can't do this anymore! <laughs> Who does that? Who watches this fucking harrowing Man. movie and then finds a picture of their dead dog on a server and is just God, like, damn. oh, that's I'm great. A... Let's make yeah. pierogies. <laughs> that's a... That's a hell of a one-two punch there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Tigers Are Not Afraid is, again, it's available on Shutters. Um, it is a, uh, it's a, it's a Mexican horror movie, although I, well, we'll get into it, uh, by a director named uh, Issa Lopez, um, and it is mm-hmm. arguably one of the best movies I've seen this year. Yep. Um. <laughs> There is you're gonna you're gonna see some comparisons to Guillermo del Toro specifically, uh, Devil's Backbone, and yep. uh, Pan's Labyrinth because of um, there is a use of kind of horror and the fantastic uh, in the context of horrible kind of everyday occurrences. So you know so you know Guillermo del Toro. Those two movies, kind of, you know, the backdrop of the Spanish Civil War, a lot of bad shit happened, and then uses uh, these kind of fantastical elements to tell a story, kind of within uh, the confines of the the realistic kind of greater conflict. So, mm-hmm. Tigers Are Not Afraid um, is the story of uh, these children uh, in Mexico. So it opens up with this this set of statistics about the number of, of, of adults uh, who have been disappeared um, in Mexico since 2006 as a result of the various kind of drug-related conflicts and the number of children orphaned uh, by the disappearance of these adults. And that's a thing, I think in the United States, you know, when we, when we hear about, um, you know, being the consumers for the most part, uh, and, and in some mm-hmm. ways the, 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 the dealers of, of the drugs, these drugs, when we, when we hear about, you know, kids and the, and the toll, uh, that this problem puts on them, it's more in the, in the context of, okay, well, somebody overdosed, you know, or, or maybe Mm. like a child is born, you know, addicted to drugs, you know, that type of thing. Whereas in, you know, this, this movie frames this more of, well, these are parents that are taken by the cartels and, kidnapped murdered and these children are just left you know orphaned um Mm -hmm. and so the 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 movie uh is about a group of kids who are living on the streets essentially because their brothers parents whatever have all been a victim of of uh this conflict and they're living out on the streets kind of doing whatever they can to survive um and this one girl who's you know, we talk about, unfortunately, uh, school shootings here are more of a idea of, well, somebody comes into the school and maybe wants to shoot up the school. Well, <laughs> it's a different thing uh, in this movie where a, a, an actual gunfight breaks out outside of the school. Uh, and these kids have to, you know, protect themselves because of the violence that's happening outside of the school. Uh, and this, mm-hmm. this young woman, uh, and I'll, I'll get her name. Paola, Paola Lara. She plays a, a girl named yeah. Estrella. She's fucking amazing. Everybody, all the kids yes. in this movie are amazing. Yep. 
like absolutely amazing. Um, uh, Juan Ramon Lopez, uh, he plays Shine, um, and then and then yeah, Paula Lara uh, plays Estrella. Um, they're kind of the emotional center of the movie, but when you consider how hard it is to direct children, mm-hmm. and then how hard it is to get an honest emotional performance out of children, and mm-hmm. the work, the heavy lifting these kids need to do in this movie, yeah, Jesus fucking Absolutely. Christ, because yep. because they're not just conveying what it would be like for these kids to live on the streets, but the way they find such joy in certain things Mm -hmm. that we would take for granted, but they, they find it on the streets. There's this one time where they move into this giant abandoned complex that had been like a drug dealer's palace or something. And they put on a talent show Mm -hmm. and the one kid puts himself all up in Christmas lights and the other kids, the judge sitting in the chair and, yeah. and the one kid comes out and starts rapping. And it's just this, it's play. <laughs> it's what we, what, yeah. we, what anybody with a, with a, you know, four walls and a roof and, and, a, and a mom or a dad or both, it just kind of takes for granted because that's what kids should have. Like, right. that's what we, as parents, like as an adult, that's what you should be able to give your kid. And, and they finally find it and, and they just go back into being kids and they do such an amazing job. But this this movie's about these orphan kids and Estrella her uh, or Estrella uh, she comes home one day and her mom is gone mm-hmm. and she's kind of waiting around waiting around calling her mom where are you where and Shine is a kid he goes to these abandoned uh, apartments and houses and he steals shit so that he can hopefully sell and he finds the phone uh, of what seems to be a cartel member who really wants this phone back. Uh, and things kind of, and Estrella, he tells her, hey, your mom, she's probably gone, taken by the cartel, and how they go together mm. and go from there. And and it's similar. The, the, the difference between this movie and a Del Toro movie and a Del Toro movie, it is like completely clear where the fantastical stuff is in mm. relation to the real stuff. Here, I think it was way less clear how much of this was actual, like, fantastical kind of horror stuff happening and how much of and how much of it was stuff that Estrella was kind of like envisioning. Yeah. Yeah. Um but <laughs> it was a beautiful film but also just completely gut-wrenching as yeah. as the movie goes on. Um Yeah, man, it it's it's uh it does not shy away from no. Oops, the horrible sorry. things that happen in uh Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's it's it was a gut punch that I haven't had from a movie and man, it's been a while. Yeah. I maybe uh hereditary. But, but where's I think hereditary was I think anytime kids are involved, I think yeah. there is a um to some degree an understanding of what and, and I mean, Hereditary had that too, right? Like you kind of like, well, it's a yeah. kid; she's safe. And she wasn't right. safe. And it's right. the same thing here. Like yep. if this is, and I mean it, and I don't want to spoil it because I really no. Like this is a movie that people should watch because of how beautiful it is and how terrifying it is, and how mm-hmm. much of the horror 
comes from what happens every day. This is not yeah. the horror of this movie does not come from right the fantastical elements that you can kind of brush off when you're done watching and say, mm. well, that's I thought about this movie for days. For yeah. days I thought about this movie. I thought about these kids and who they represent. And and the, and 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 they're not made up from a, the standpoint of an actual real life experience of 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 how many thousands, tens of thousands of kids right now. Yeah. Um. And to me, that's where it it hits you. But it's the the fantastical stuff. If anything, makes it better. Yeah. Right. Because there's some moments that happen at the end that are tied to, I guess, what you would consider horror, but yeah, I guess in yeah. the context of how they happen, not so much, that you're right. like, well, I'm I'm glad that happened because it yeah. gave some closure to certain people. Um, right. But the horror of this movie is the circumstances that these kids are in. That through no fault of their own at all. Right. Right. And I thought, I, I mean, I thought about this movie. I mean, I don't, we watch so much stuff and some of it's fun. And you mm. go, oh, that was fun. This kill was cool. Like Child's Play, right? Like Child's Play is a right. fun movie. You might watch yeah. it a, a dozen times and you'll, you'll talk about it with your friends. You might, oh, you should go watch this. It's cool. You know, this oh, I love this scene, I love that scene. But for the most part, when you're done with it, you're done with it. Right. This is a movie that will stay with you. And I am just so like I just love horror movies right now so much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Like I tweeted about it that I like to people who shit on horror because they just think it's just this one note jump scare bullshit, you know, or these mm-hmm. You know, kind of, they see the trailers for Annabelle 6, and it's like, yeah, it's a doll, I get it, <laughs> right? Like, you are right. missing out, in, in any genre, right? Like, But there is such a tremendous variety of horror movies out there, and different experiences that you can feel, and things that you can see, that to discount it is you are just doing yourself such a, such a huge disservice. Yep. I like, mean, I think about, like... I mean- Oh, go ahead. No, I was. I, I, it's always been that way, and, it, and it's something that I've always loved. And it's like, and, I, and like you said, every genre is kind of is in this way. But man, horror is the kind of thing that, well, people will do shit on it, but people, or, or they'll watch it and love it, but not want to admit it and shit like that. Yeah. And it's 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 a. There's something for everybody within horror. Like you, you know, you could find something that you're gonna like, and, and and so many people who just turn their nose up at it because, like you said, they think of slashers or they think of, and they think that's all it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's it's, but it's man for forever been that way. I mean, and I, th- but but I do feel to a certain degree. Yeah, I mean, I agree that forever it's been that way. But the the amount. Of and it's hard, right? Like you go on Netflix and you're like, I want to watch horror movies, and you're just gonna see mm. just so many, just so many shitty things. And and, and it's yeah. hard. It's any streaming service, right? It's anything. You know, you just mm. got just all this mediocrity to wade through. Yeah. But I feel like, um, like when when I was coming up, it was like 
it was harder to get access to it, right? But you had to yes. go to a theater. So the thing that made it to the theater would have been something that was cashing in on the popularity of something that had come before. Mm-hmm. So we're in a golden age of horror where there are so many opportunities for different filmmakers with their own voices to tell mm-hmm. stories like this one. And they don't yep. have to be Guillermo del Toro, who could literally make whatever the fuck he wants. Right. Thank God, and somebody will bankroll it. But somebody like Issa yeah. Lopez, she's not going to have that. She does now, because right. fuck if she can't do what the fuck she wants now, because this movie's fucking brilliant. But when you yeah, think Guillermo about... Yeah, Guillermo loved it. Like he, they're going to be working together, I think, on something. An, an untitled werewolf movie, and I'm like, fuck yeah. yes. Please. Yes. Oh, my God. But Uh it's like when you think about all these different voices now that have exposure that they wouldn't have had before, and it's because of, and also in despite of, you know, the streaming services that have all this different shit to lay through. And that's why you got people like us and other, you know, horror podcasts (laughs) and YouTube shows that'll tell you, no, 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 don't worry about that. Go to this. But I think about, like, I think about Cindy, right? Like, so Cindy, she's... uh, She's been a, a friend of ours for for years. Uh, one of the uh, OG XBLF crew. She plays with us mm-hmm. Friday nights. She was like, "I like horror, but you know, I like more sci-fi." And I was like, "Oh, you should watch The Endless." And we were all like, "You should watch Resolution, Spring, The Endless," which are three yep. very different horror movies, mm-hmm. right? But but mm-hmm. at the same time, made by the same people, and there's a commonality kind of running through them. But if you were to tell somebody, like, you've got three different things. You've got, well, one's just kind of a straight-up kind of weird supernatural events horror movie. Mm-hmm. One's a fucking monster movie romance. And then one's yep. this weird <laughs> sci-fi, dement, you know, kind of crazy-ass <laughs> cult cult horror movie. And they're made by the yeah. same people, and they're all under the same genre. But you could have three completely different experiences, and I don't feel like even just thirty years ago you could do that, right? Not not at the not at the way not and not not reach the audience that you can reach now, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. Um, but anyway, uh, so you know the thing about Tiger's Not Afraid that I. I had a hard time kind of recognizing, and I'm curious to hear your input on this, is is do, do you feel like, so there's this concept of these three wishes, and it opens with this kind of voiceover where the teacher is kind of talking to her <clears> students <throat> about like, hey, fairy tales, what are some commonalities about fairy tales? And they mention these three wishes, and that's a theme that kind of runs through. And you get the feeling mm-hmm. that Estrella, she's got these three wishes. There's this like blood trail that kind of follows her through the movie, and she's using these three wishes to kind of help her situation but to me, it was kind of unclear whether they actually were doing anything or it right. was just, I don't know what the word is, would, would be, but her perception of events as opposed to what actually right. was happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, that was, I don't know, man. I, it's, I'm kind of like you. I'm like, it's, it's not entirely clear to me whether that the, the supernatural parts or the, the, you know the fantasy parts of the movie were really there or not? Because um, I wonder, like, because I felt like a lot of it was more symbolic than it was right. Uh, just in your face, this is actually happening, and so it 
yeah, I, I was never sure whether or not, you know, she was seeing the things, if things were happening. Um, it'd be interesting to, to, you know, I don't know if she's gotten, gone into that on any interviews or anything like that, but I would, I, I'd be interested to hear, you know, what, what, uh, Issa has to say on that subject because it's, it, it doesn't change the movie, I guess. No. At the end of the day, it's still fantastic. It's a great movie. But yeah, it's the one kind of thing that uh, I was not super clear on. So, so let me ask you one more thing then, and this is similar. And, and I'm not going to spoil it too much, but I kind of have to to ask this question. The tiger at the end, was it real? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Because I wasn't sure because of like where they were. You know, right. It, it seemed like they were kind of in this like, you know, drug dealer's mansion, so to speak. That that's true. It was but the, the I, potential was there that it was real, but I also didn't. That's true. That uh, didn't occur to me. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it could have. Yeah, could have been real. I just, I just assumed it was another, you know, part of the the fantasy stuff that had been going on. Right. Um, I will say that the the closing shot of this movie is fucking amazing. It's amazing. Yep. It 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 does. It is. It is both entirely um, within the context of what had happened before, but also just absolutely outside of it all, in a way mm-hmm. that takes a movie that up until this point had been um, a downer. <laughs> If we're being yeah. honest, and just ends yeah. on just this completely optimistic and 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 um, I don't know, light not not necessarily life affirming. You you felt as if there was a chance. There's hope. Yeah, there yeah. there's hope, and and it's conveyed in a way that is kind of unique to this movie. Um, mm-hmm. and it was, it was great. I mean, it just played with, with composition and color and scenery and, and it was just fucking, it was just great. Like yep. it was, it was fantastic. Um, and to think that this is a movie that, you know, I, I don't know like how, I don't know who owns Shutter, honestly. Right. <laughs> um, but if this is the type of thing that you can get on the regs, then like fucking keep doing it, man. Yep. Yeah, give but, me all of these. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it was, I mean, we've watched a lot of movies this year. It's been a really good movie, uh, a good year for movies. But, I mm-hmm. mean, and, th- and that's the thing about horror movies. Like, you know, sometimes, like, I, I don't necessarily, like, like, I talk, I've talked about this before, like, The Babadook, like, that movie fucked me up because it had a lot of parallels to some shit that I've gone through personally with my mm-hmm. kids, my daughter in particular. Um, and so sometimes that's what does it for you, right? Like, but a lot of horror right. is like, well, you know, I was in a sorority and I got, you know, like yeah. we had a party and a mass madman came in, right? Like that's not something that's going to actually like, you're not going to have that as like a shared life experience, right? Uh, right? You know, and then you've got movies that are like really like hereditary, like was like to me was, was terrifying. And so that's why mm-hmm. it connected with me. Uh, but then, you know, you've kind of got a movie like this where it just, like just punches you in the gut mm-hmm. on, on so many different levels. Um, 
and, and not necessarily just because you know you've got kids. I think anybody who has the capacity for empathy, <laughs> right, <laughs> would yeah. be like, "This ain't great." Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it was, and I'm glad you you had mentioned it to me because I I don't know if I necessarily would have. I I don't know if I would have. Uh, would have. I would have watched it eventually. I don't know if I would have watched it now if you hadn't already watched it. So, okay. But uh, I, but I'm super interested to see kind of what she does next. Oh yes, everything she does, I'll watch from now on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's one of those for me easily. And that's that's such a great feeling to have to know mm-hmm. that like I've got someone now that I like. For me, it's you know I mean he's had a couple missteps, but. Um, I always get his name wrong. The guy who did You're Next and The Guest. Um, no, Adam Wingard. Adam Wingard. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Blair Witch, but I'm like, I'll mm. watch everything else you do because those two mm. movies were so great. You know, same thing yep. here. It's like, yep, I'm in. Whatever. Let's do it. Like, <laughs> I'm all for it. Um, so so go ahead, man. Just just finish, finish this show and then go just go get yourself a Shutter subscription. Just go or do it. At least it. do the two-week trial. And do just the two-week trial and just fucking yeah. watch it and see if... And then we haven't, we're not going to talk about it this show because I haven't watched it yet, but the new Creep Show, I fucking love yep. Creep Show back in the day. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. There was like... Did you ever... <laughs> did you read the comic book adaptation of Creep Show? Yeah. That was my favorite. That scene where that, that shit... That, that woman gets bit. I think it was um, Adrian Barbeau in the movie. Mm. But in the comic mm. where that monster under the stores bites into her face, uh, under the stores, oh, under the yeah. stairs, bites into stairs, her face. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, yeah. I could see it in my, right now, I couldn't draw it from memory because I can't draw for shit, but I can see it to this day what that looked like. And the guy who mm. buried in the beach up to his head. Yeah. That shit. <laughs> you know, thinking back. I don't know why my <laughs> like I I definitely benefited from having divorced parents because my mom was just like he's reading, it's great, <laughs> and my dad wasn't around so he didn't know. But if I was like, oh yeah, here's what I'm reading, she would have been like, fuck that therapy, let's get it. <laughs> I'm like, no no no, it's fine. <laughs> I don't know about you, but uh, did your did your so like. Like when did you? Because I've talked about. Because I'm the one who's always talking. Like when did you, or how did you get into watching all this shit? Uh, well, it's because like in our town, Roanoke, there were two video stores, and then there was our house, mm-hmm. and so my dad had the double VCR set up. Nice. And we were like the only people in town that did it or one of the first or whatever it was. And so he literally rented and recorded everything. And okay. so people would go to the video shop. Uh-huh. And if something was out there, they'd go to Video City. And if it was out there, they'd come to our house. Mm. About five or six every afternoon. There'd just be cars. Uh-huh. And, uh, or people would rent something. Be like, hey, I want to keep that. I want to copy it. So they'd bring it to the house and dad would copy it. And so we had this this massive library of tapes. That's fucking and awesome. Phil we, Phil was the original just, Plex I, server. I love it. Yeah, man. <laughs> so I'd see the name of something or it, or I'd, I'd be watching something. Cause you know, back then, if you put it on the SLP, you got six hours off the tape. Hell yeah. So, 
So I'd watch something and I'd either see the name of the next thing and think it looked interesting or I'd fall asleep watching what I wanted to watch and I'd wake up, you know, and then the other movie would be on. Mm-hmm. I found a lot of things that way. But it was it was Jason Lives, man. When the first time I watched that, I remember being scared to death. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the funny one, right? It's the comedy one. Yeah. You know, so scared to death. I watched it on a Friday the thirteenth. Nice. And I remember going to bed and I woke up it and it was three three something in the morning. I'm thinking, I just have to survive. <laughs> Two more hours, and then the sun will be up. Isn't that the and I like, there the best worst like, feeling? Yes, like <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm somewhat safe because it's like <laughs> it's daylight, almost time for the sun to come up, right? But I laid in my bed with my my door open, staring into the pitch black hallway, just waiting for that white hockey mask to pop up. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I enjoyed that. And so I That's such a on. weird feel. Like I've tried to explain it to my kids because they're not into like my wife my daughter, she'll watch like, you know, the originals and she she laughs her ass off at like Z Nation because she likes seeing how they like kill all the zombies. But I've mm. like tried to explain to them like I remember like they're like talking to them about hereditary and like I haven't rewatched it. And they're like, why not? And I was like, because it fucking scared the shit out of me the first time. <laughs> And I'm afraid to watch it again. And they're like, well, why would you watch it? And I'm like, because it's such a great feeling. Yeah. And to, to like, it's such a weird concept. You either get it or you don't. Mm. Yeah, like, th- those are the things that stick with me. Like Things like that. Things like the fucking the kid in Salem's Lot floating outside the window. And, and, oh, God. So when I was... Jesus, when, I remember reading Salem's Lot, and I, and I, I think I'd watch it too, and I had this... So, uh, when I was a when I so, the apartment that we lived in, I had a room that was not a room. It had no closet, and like if you, mm. I had like these two giant like, um, like wall unit type of things, and if you opened the drawers to get to my clothes, I couldn't open the drawer enough because it would hit the 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 bed. I didn't have mm. a closet. I had to go to my sister's room and get clothes out of the closet in there. But I'd have a desk at the foot of my bed. It had an alarm clock on it. And I, when I was reading Salem's Lot and had watched it, I can't tell you how many times I woke up in the middle of the night scared shitless because I saw red eyes at the foot of my yeah, bed. Yeah. <laughs> and it was in my nearsighted yeah. ass. Couldn't tell it was a fucking <laughs> alarm clock with red numbers. I can't tell you how many nights I woke up fucking terrified because i woke up and saw red eyes because that motherfucking kid was sitting at the foot of my <laughs> motherfucking bed ready to yeah. take my ass to vampire land that's yep <laughs> god between that and fucking season of the werewolf where so we i had this old ass uh, metal uh blinds right mm. and we had these windows you had to turn the crank to open the windows right and my mom mm-hmm. my mom would open them just a crack because my mom god love her i love my mom she's like an amazing woman but she we lived in this apartment where utilities were paid for and she would not mm-hmm. run the air conditioning because she thought we would get kicked out if we spent too much money on electricity Oof. <laughs> so we had the Oof. windows open all the time right <laughs> 
So I had these metal ass blinds that, you know, the pull cord ones. And mm. and she had pulled them down just enough and then opened up the windows in my room so I get ventilation. Then when the wind would blow, it would the base of the blind would scrape along the windowsill. Mm. And I'm reading mm. sh- Cycle of the Werewolf until fucking twelve thirty, <laughs> one o'clock at night, scared out of my mind, going to bed and yep. hearing a scrape. <laughs> scra- and I'm like, this motherfucking priest. He's where he's yep. wolfed out. He's gonna eat me in my bed. Yep. And then I got fucking vampire Timmy at the foot. I can't deal with this right now. <laughs> but I've loved it. I, I fucking loved yeah. it. Yep. And I'm I was reading uh I got into true crime stuff in high school and me too. of course I read Helter Shelter. All the yeah. all the fu- yeah, so- Helter Skelter, all the fucking serial killer shit. I probably knew more. Yeah. About serial killers than anybody <laughs> in my high school. I was like, oh, yep. oh, John Wayne Gacy? Yeah, he's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I remember I was. it was during the summer, and so uh, this was before we got the central heat and air at the house. We had one window unit, and it was at the opposite end of the house from where the bedrooms were. And so I had a box fan in the window because mm-hmm. it's fucking Alabama. It's goddamn hot. And uh, I remember I was reading Helter Skelter. I put it down. I went to the kitchen. It's get something to drink or get it, uh, something to eat or whatever. And I heard this noise coming from my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? Somebody's coming in my window. And <laughs> and my room was the one that was the highest off the – because my brother's room was towards the front side of the house. And that was where my, – my parents, like the front yard, the house is like, you know, it's one level house. But the yard – is like there's like three different tiers of yard that it steps down uh-huh. to get to the very back. So my room was on that second tier. My window was on the second tier yard. So there's they you know there's nobody's coming in that window. But fuck it, ain't it? That is not what I thought was happening. And what had happened? And so I was like, you do that walk, that trepidatious like yeah, your heart's beating you know a million miles an hour, but you got to go see what the fuck it is. And uh, I was like, great. I was like, oh, it's hippies. They're coming in. I'm going to get dirty. <laughs> yes like <laughs> and what happened was the those the cord from my blinds got caught in the fan <laughs> and it was <laughs> it's stuck in there and all this fan was spinning and i was like holy shit i'm gonna get murdered by hippies <laughs> yeah it's a it's a i did you go to the next to school the next day and 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 you were like, let me tell you about the night I have. And they're like, what the fuck? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Like I didn't have any friends who were into horror Mm-mm. at all. Um, like I had. I mean, you know, we we would go to watch like action movies and whatnot. But in terms of like, you know, explaining to them that I read it until three in the morning and was like fucking shared scared, like I was gonna pee my pants. Like that was a, that was a mm. that was a unique experience that I had, right? But uh, yeah, but it you know what? And that's the thing. It's like I you know I feel like you know nowadays it's it's there's there's so many more options than there were when we were kids. Uh, not not yeah. just to be able to see these things, but to 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 talk with other people who you know kind of went through. Uh, kind of the same mm-hmm. thing and you know different flavors of different things like for you it was hippies for me it was you know david <laughs> soul uh you know what not but uh 
But yeah, that that that's an awesome story though about about everybody kind of coming to your house for the the the, the oh yeah the, the dual <laughs> VCR recording like that that's um that that's fucking great. Like my dad and I, we used to watch. Um, I I used to go to his house like in the summer. Um, my parents were divorced, and we watched like all the uh Chuck Norris movies like Invasion USA mm-hmm. and American Ninja and whatnot oh, yes. and um you know like I, I loved watching those movies with him, you know. Um and I, I don't know if I would have had that like I certainly wouldn't have had that with my mom. She didn't you know she watched some stuff. Sure. Like she took me to see uh Beverly Hills Cop. It was the first rated R movie I've ever seen. But you know the you know the love of kind of action movies and stuff like that's definitely from my dad. And, and, and you know the thing that bugs me is like my kids they don't care about any like because it's all like YouTube and whatnot like they don't care about any of that shit. Mm. So like I can't you know I mean my son and I will like go to the Marvel movies and Star Wars movies and things like that. But for the most part like you know they don't care about that type of stuff because they just have more stuff to kind of occupy their time than we did. Yeah. You know when we when we were their age, and I mean I know like I think it's great like with you and your kids like you watch you know movies you know different nights and and whatnot they kind of got mm-hmm. that thing. My kids they don't give a fuck. You know they're just like <laughs> whatever. I have every movie uh, fucking known to man on the Plex server, and they're just like yeah whatever. Right. I'm like oh you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> but you are I have that. Oh uh, no. You're you're fucking killing me. But. You know, <laughs> at the end of the day, like I, I go, if they're happy, like if they're watching something that they enjoy, that's fine. Like, I'm not going to try to, mm-hmm. you know, force something on them. But at the same time, I'm just like, you know, I, I don't I don't I don't understand, like, why you would want to watch some YouTuber make an axe out of pennies when we could watch the right. thing. Right. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah, there's not a, a YouTube video that's ever been uploaded that's going to stand the test of time the way a classic film does. You know? Exactly. Like I remember to this day watching the original like 19 whatever 50s The Thing with my grandfather, and yeah. it said the end question mark. And I was like, well, what does that mean? He was like, it means it's not over. And it blew my fucking mind. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. It's still out there. Exactly. It's still out there. I was like, oh no. You know, like <laughs> but uh but anyway. Um so go go, you know, get yourself shutter subscription. Go watch Tigers Not Afraid. It'll be just um like plan your I'm not gonna say plan your day around it, but just <laughs> be prepared to you know, maybe need a little space. Yeah. After you watch it, and then and then make make yourself a Google News tracker with her name in it because you're gonna want to fucking keep an eye on her because if she doesn't get a fucking Oscar in the next ten years, then the whole fucking system's broken. Yep. That's all I'll say about that shit. All right. Uh, well, we've gone on quite a bit, but that's fine. Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. So what's yeah. next, to be perfectly honest? Uh, Shadowkeep, well, we'll do Creep Show. Creep Shadow Show. Shadowkeep definitely is going to... Yeah, yeah. Sh- yeah, we'll uh, there's a movie that came out um, Friday called Bliss that I'm looking I'm looking at. And then uh, Satanic Panic I still haven't seen. Bliss is the new one from the guy that did uh, Almost Human and The Mind's Eye. And I love mm-hmm. both of those. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting into Bliss this week at some point but yeah then of course shadow keeps yeah i think i think it's fair to say next show is going to be all destiny all the time 
probably yeah yeah for 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 me like that's the way it has been i've been like i said i've been playing spider-man i was trying to finish it before tuesday but it ain't gonna happen so yeah. well i'm not gonna finish gears before then so who gives a shit all right well thank you everybody for hanging out this has been episode what did we say 81 81 yeah so for myself and mitch uh we really appreciate it so uh we hope you will spend some more time with us in the next two weeks i don't know why i said that with such emphasis i'm just so excited (laughs) for 14 days so for myself and mitch thank you again good night and have a good evening